Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back. Beyond Sunday is back and not better than ever. No, it's not. Okay. So we are functioning on limited capacity. You guys hear this? You shouldn't uh, because we're just, we're rolling off of my phone um, and we're going old school and figuring that something is better than nothing. Send all complaints either to Jordan Sittler or Roger Garber. Just send them. Yeah, send Send them to Roger Garber. They both can handle it. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, So I do have a joke though. I'm hoping the camera picks this one up. I'm, I should maybe save it for the week where these microphones are working, but are you ready? Why did the chicken cross the road? I have no idea. Me neither. I grilled them for two hours and couldn't get anything out of them. <laughs> oh my. Got that one from my mom. Shout That's out good. to mom. Good. There we go. Moms are great. They are great. Happy Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> so it has been a little while. And just quick uh look into the future here where we've been where we're going we've missed probably close to a month now of matthew matthew chapter Mm 8 and so we are not going to tackle that all in one one shot we're not doing it now we're going to pick up where where we are in our current sermon series Uh, but we do anticipate uh kind of rehashing some of that at the end of december uh, Lord willing, before we get back into the book of Matthew, and so hopefully that works out for the good. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So uh, I mentioned it on Sunday, uh, but we're doing a quick two-part series on the new mission statement and refocus. And so I really focused in, or I, the meat of my sermon was was driven from that that news phrase advancing, or I'm sorry, pursuing God and advancing his kingdom. Yeah. Um, and then Randy, this next week, will uh, hit on what being a mature disciple looks like. Um, but really quick, just background. I didn't get to get into this at all uh, in the sermon because it was long enough as it was. You think? Yeah, I do. I do think. <laughs> Got to trim that back next time. Um, but it was uh, it was really neat. I did just reference it early on. Uh, the it's been it's been fun to be able to look back and see how God was kind of working. So I had a sticky note in my office, and I don't know if I told you this or not, but I always have sticky notes in my office, and usually one of them has Pastor Randy's name on the top, and one of them said, "Randy, deep discipleship." I think this is something we want to talk about for the upcoming year, and and where it came from was uh, a podcast that I listened to. Um, a Gospel Coalition podcast uh, where they interviewed J.T. English, who is an author of a book called Deep Discipleship. And the podcast was just kind of trying to diagnose where's the American church, where are some things that, where are some weaknesses, and and how can we continue to push the evangelical American church in a God-honoring direction. And I thought it was a really good podcast, hitting on some of the dangers and and some of the things that are going to sustain the church. And uh, I had that note, and then Judd gives me a call one day, Buckwater, one of our elders, and says, hey, you got to listen to this podcast. And I think he reached out to me and Bill Patton for some reason. I forget why. And I chuckled and said, I already heard it. You know, great podcast. And 
uh, we were able to, then the three of us, uh, I think we grabbed the book and started to read through it and uh, suggested to the elder board that we read through it as a board. And so uh, that's a little bit of the background there. And so we all worked through the book. And uh, if you'll remember back in June, we asked for prayer from the church just saying, hey, the elders are getting away for a weekend. It's not been a, you know, an annual thing. It's not been a regular thing that we've done as an elder board. Um, but we wanted to get away for a couple of days, spend some time in prayer, and then just a lot of discussion. Uh, and we did. Um, it was a long couple of days of long conversations and trying to look into the future and um, just make some plans and be strategic about it. Um, and so that's kind of where all this is birthed, birthed out of. And uh, yeah, there's a little backstory there. Um, but one of the things that shifted uh, at least a little bit was this phrase. And uh, so, Brandy, I'm going to ask you, though, to rehash a little bit of where teaching people to do things Jesus said to do. Where has that been effective? Why is that not, why is it not obsolete? Yeah, I think the effectiveness of any of those phrases just has to do with the ability to keep a congregation focused on a main goal. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I'm trying to think of when this, when this all started for churches and church history and recent church history. And a lot of the readings that I used to do in the early days, you know, churches were coming up with these mission statements, vision statements, but but basically it it, uh, it just helps give us sort of a rallying cry uh keeps us focused a little bit better mm -hmm. and if we're able to repeat it you know teaching people to do the things jesus said to do if we repeat it enough more and more of our folks are going to hear it they're going to resonate with it and they're going to understand what we're about mm -hmm. so from uh you know and, and the that phrase actually came right out of uh, one of Dallas Willard's books, and his his question was, why don't churches, why don't more churches use the Great Commission as their mission statement because it's so clear? Mm -hmm. So when we were kicking around, you know, what should we do? This is now going back several years. Um, you know, I, I said, to, actually, Rich and I were together, and Rich and I just said, hey, you know what? This seems like a good phrase for us. Let's Let's tell the elders about it, see what they think. And so out of that, we just, we adopted that. And um, the reason why it's not obsolete is because it comes from Jesus's great commission. So, I mean, everybody around the table at the elders room, even recently, uh, you know, we don't want to, there's nothing we can do to replace that. Mm -hmm. That is our mission. Remember what, uh, what we talked about in that room and Austin might've been with us as well. Mm -hmm. You know, when we met together in that room, what we were dealing with, if we're going to make a shift, if we wanted to use different language, mm -hmm. what would it what would it be? And some of us discussed the fact that it would be good if the next phrase that we uh, sort of identify ourselves with, it would be nice if that next one is something that every single parishioner could identify with and say, "Yeah, that's me too." Teaching people to do this things that Jesus said to do is more of like the church. That's that's what this church does. We make disciples. It's true that individuals do that, but the, but the bottom line is when you hear that, we teach people to do the things Jesus said to do. That's what church, the church does. That's what church teachers do and so forth, whether they're pastors or not. Mm -hmm. But um, to go, you know, to be able to think about pursuing God and advancing his kingdom, that's something that every, we want every single attendee, member, whatever you call them, 
we want them all on board with that. And so, you know, whether we're talking about a mission statement that's still teaching people to do the things that Jesus said to do, and then maybe a vision statement, or I think you were working with words like maybe objective or our aim or our goal, or yeah. however we end up settling on that. Um, the old one from Matthew 28 is mm -hmm. very, very current. But this new, this new uh, phrase for us, I think, is a fresh way for us to think about this is where we want to go. This mm -hmm. is what we want to be. Mm -hmm. This is what we want to be doing together. Yep. So it's fresh. Yeah. It's a so, fresh way to express kind of yeah. how we feel the church should be identified. Yeah. So I did answer a little bit about the, you know, why is the other one not obsolete, but then yeah. sort of merged into the... Yeah, right. It's not obsolete because, like you said, it comes out of Jesus' mouth. Yeah. Here's your mission. Go make disciples. Yeah teaching them to obey all I've commanded you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're always, and, and I think that obviously comes through so clearly with our, one of our core values. Yeah. Disciple making. Disciple making. making. Yeah. Making yeah. disciples of neighbors and nations. Yeah. Um, good. Uh, so we, a uh, little behind the scenes, mm -hmm. uh, obviously anytime you have discussions like this, you're gonna have a variety of opinions and it's, you could go any direction. You start thinking about words too much and everything sounds stupid. Um, but what we were, uh, we we're kicking around all kinds of different ideas. And one that we almost settled on, this is bonus information here, was enjoying God yeah. and either extending or expanding yep. his kingdom. That's right. Uh, we like the alliteration, but, um, you know, different opinions on different words. But one of the things we liked about that, and we won't focus on it, beyond this point, but we really liked, and Randy and I were uh, agreed on this, the enjoying God part of it uh, for a church like Calvary Bible Church, um, advancing God, or I'm sorry, pursuing God is probably a little bit easier to, for everyone to accept or wrap their mind around. And it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like Calvary Bible Church, but enjoying God was something that we thought was had a lot of value because it was a little different than maybe how we normally think. And um, just encouraging us as a faith family that as we're pursuing God, uh, we want to be enjoying him too. And in your, just in your personal times, your meditations, your reflections, your, your time with the Lord, it's uh, to get back to our history a little bit and reshaping who we are and how we go throughout our spiritual faith journey. Uh, we want to be people who enjoy God. And so it's a little bonus behind the scenes. Yeah, there for you. And that was a fun conversation, too, just for the two of us to think through, you know, what do we want to say to our folks on a Sunday on a regular basis so that they keep hearing some direction that gives us an identity? Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's so helpful. I think, again, hopefully you're you're hearing the core values on a regular basis on Sunday. And that's a direct result of our desire to keep everyone in the church on the same page with respect to who we are. And so I know I personally benefited from those. And uh, yeah, actually, mm -hmm. you worked with Jordan on. Uh, so Jordan just wasn't responsible for the tech stuff. But you and Jordan worked together on the slogans on those slogans for the uh, for the core values, if I remember correctly. You know, we had mm -hmm. the, we had the, uh, you know, uh, we had the core values. Bible shaped and mm -hmm. we had those types of things. Yeah. But not the sentence describing them. And that's what you and Jordan, I think, sort of worked on. Austin and I did most of oh, the did you? Like, okay. ground. Yeah. And, 
yeah, he's just, he's very good with words yeah. and I'm not. And so he was always kind of like a yeah. helpful, yeah. hey, how's this sound? So kind of the three of you were, yeah, yeah good. It's, it's good. Um, my, my point is hopefully you're hearing the core values come out on a Sunday and you'll also be hearing, uh, you know, the, the mission statement mm -hmm. uh, and this new, this new uh, sort of phrase for us, uh, pursuing God and advancing the kingdom. You'll hear, you'll, you know, you'll be hearing that too. And mm -hmm. so those are good things. Yeah. Yeah. They define us. And so just to, to wrap up um, the, the texts and you have it up on your phone. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, yeah we were in Philippians 3, mm -hmm. uh, which is where I centered on the first half of that uh, phrase, pursuing God and I mean, it's so you just see the passion, like you can feel the passion coming out of Paul there, mm -hmm. where he says, I, I want nothing more than to know him and just that relationship. And uh, so he, he uses the, the verb to know him. And uh, it's not a stretch at all to think that he was in pursuit of God in that knowledge of him. And, and so, um, yeah, that that we want to have that same kind of mindset that the Paul had there. Yeah. And so beyond Sunday, again, we're well beyond Sunday. Now we're, we're actually recording on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you look at that Philippians text and as I was listening to you on, on Sunday, uh, through the week is the time for us to ask what part of our life shows that we are in the pursuit of this, uh, this incredibly, uh, this incredibly great pursuit of knowing Christ, which is in verse eight, uh, the surpassing worth of that. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, later on, the, the verse 10 that you quoted, that I may know him. I think this is the time for us beyond Sunday to say, let's make sure that in your own daily, uh, your daily experience and your daily calendar and schedule, that it reflects this not only the desire to do it, because I know what it's like to desire, like I really want to be, you know, I, I want to be active in doing this. Um, but not only the desire, but actually the actual putting into practice um, things in your week that are going to contribute to uh, gaining in this knowledge. Mm -hmm. And that's important. Uh, how, how you do that, I mean, the sky's the limit. There are so many opportunities uh, nowadays, but it is important for us to be in the pursuit of that together. Mm-hmm. If, um, if knowing Christ is that important, then, all right, then we have, we put in that effort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finishing up with the second half of that phrase, advancing his kingdom. How, how does that come out in our lives? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think a lot of you will, you know, you'll, you'll resonate with this. Um, you're used to this. It's familiar to you. I think, um, you know, your own prayer time, does that, does that have a focus on uh, some aspect of evangelism, either local or global? Uh, and then your your own interaction with uh, the, the non-Christians in your world is just, is it on your radar? Is it something that you're doing? Unlike the scribes and the Pharisees in Luke 15 that were, uh, you know, they're grumbling against Jesus because he's receiving sinners and eating with them. That whole chapter, Luke uh, 15, which is commonly referred to as the, the parable of the prodigal son, um, that whole chapter is devoted to making sure that we are not following the example of those religious leaders. Instead, we're following Jesus' example. So, you know, are we praying for the lost and are we loving them? 
and interacting with them, that's, that's, it's critical. It is, and it's not usually a one-time thing. Uh, I was talking with Seth Hershey last night about just relationships that we have with, with folks, and usually the folks who are far from God, they need a lot of love, a lot of time and effort and just persistence and prayer and, and all of those things. You know, who knows what's in their lives? I mean, who knows when the Spirit of God is going to, uh, you know, as that John that John three text. I was listening to a preacher yesterday, and you know, the wind blows where it wants to, and who knows when the Spirit of God is going to blow uh, into that person's life? And we we have no idea. It's just, mm -hmm. um, and you know, one of the things that we talked about earlier today too, just to let you you know, we've got Christmas caroling coming up soon, and. You know, Austin, we're so glad to have him a part of the staff. And Austin's is, is part of our focus. Uh, part of Austin's focus is mm -hmm. local evangelism. And so, you know, even the Christmas caroling coming up, and we're excited next month, there'll be a, a large group of us headed into a, a neighborhood close to this church. And if you've done it, it's one of the greatest uh, opportunities of the year to sing with these people, to sing these familiar carols. But who knows what's, who knows who's being impacted by those songs, um, the gift that we give out, and so forth. So mm -hmm. that's, that certainly is expanding the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think anytime you're thinking about the kingdom, we're, we need to be cognizant of who the king is and how we live in his kingdom, following his, yeah. following his direction. You know, For sure. Yeah. It, comes out in, it comes out in more ways than I think you just... Can quickly think of it, it's just about everything we do can be a kingdom advancing kind of yeah come from a mindset which is in response to that first part of that phrase you know our pursuit of god and yeah. that relationship we have with him yeah i'm thinking about the people that actually work for a living and they work hard mm -hmm. and they do good quality work yeah they're the ones that are shining as a testimony because people looking on and see that that's not necessarily the norm anymore. Mm -hmm. And so to have a Christian person excelling on the job, doing the best of their ability, yep. that can be a very strong testimony. And I work this way because of my People relationship with God. Teachers, nurses, yeah. plumbers. I mean, yep. you you know when quality work's done. Yeah. Um, you can tell. Yep. And Christians, we should all be that. And that's kingdom advancing. It is. Um, it is. In a, in a very... Salt and light. Absolutely. Good. Well, that's all I have. All right. I have no idea how long this has been. I'm out of my element here. Yeah. But even though the... It wasn't as long as your sermon on Sunday. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Gosh, I got to I gotta guard. guard. Next time is going to be super short. There you go. Um, but yeah, no. If you have any questions about this podcast, uh, feel free to email them in. Reach out to us because uh, we're excited about you know, just moving forward with this refocus and um, some opportunities for the church. Uh, it's good, good season, good time. We're out of the day-to-day -day survival mode. Remember that? You ever watch Alone? Uh, we never did. Yeah, I mean, check we, that out. We saw something similar to that. Okay. It was also in Canada. Okay, yeah. It's a fun show. Um, but anyway, no, season of the church. We're just really fortunate to be in the place where we are. Here we are. And um, all glory to God on that. So glad to be doing this again, too. Uh, hopefully the joke quality improved. Uh, since we've been gone. You know, it's one of my New Year's resolutions. That's debatable. All right, now we're good. Love you guys. We'll see you all on Sunday. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, 
Our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday. 